0: Live.
1: Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to this November 3rd, 26th edition of the Everything is Energy Show. This is your host, Judy Greenow, here with EMC Squared co-founder, Roberta Halatic, to talk about the AIM program of energetic balancing and recent additions to the database to help further support our self-healing and to strengthen our sense of well-being. To learn more about our co-founders and to get their book, Sanctuary, the Path to Consciousness, which chronicles the decades of work and history that preceded the launch of AIM, Please consult your facilitator and their website or aimprogram.com. As we begin, we want to remind our listeners that AIM energetic balancing is not medicine or healthcare, and it does not diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. EMC Squared's holographic spiritual technology helps you heal energetic imbalances in consciousness, where everything is created and where all true healing occurs. Only you can heal you. AIM assists you in doing so 24 7. Imbalances in consciousness are what EMC Squared believes to be the predispositions or potentials for eventual negative manifestation unless healed by you. Once healed from your consciousness, hereditary imbalances are gone for good, they don't return, and they cannot be passed on to offspring. When discussing any newly revealed imbalance, Roberta will provide a general description of the energetic orb, or orbs in which the newly found frequency appears in the person in whom the imbalance was identified. But we're reminded that any imbalance you may have can have a different impact in you, if any, as you experience it or the healing of it. There's just no way of predicting or determining that. Hence the statement Roberta always makes, or wherever it is in you if you have it. Should she happen to mention the specific name of any frequency component, also, remember, she's talking about energetic imbalances only, not about actual disease. And finally, any special rechecks or life force checks done do not involve any type of physical testing whatsoever. So, therefore, we cannot and do not confirm or dispute any medical diagnosis. Well, good morning, Roberta. How are you?
0: I'm pretty good. How about those cubs last night, huh? I,
1: you know, I, Gosh. I sorry, my, my oldest brother, Played minor league ball years and years and years ago, and it's not something I watch that often. Mm-hmm. And but with all the, you know, between it being so long for either team to have won, I started watching it, and I kind of got attached to them. So and I was like, what a roller coaster that was last night.
0: I know I couldn't. My girlfriend lives in Chicago, and she's a huge Cubs fan. So all night my phone was blowing up. She's <laughs> like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I was like, okay, all right, got it, because I don't usually watch. My mom is a big um, baseball fan, uh-huh. but um, I don't usually watch, but I did watch last night, and it was like I was watching the people in the stands biting their nails, not I know. wanting to watch, crying. I mean, it was just like, oh, so emotional for both teams.
1: Oh, I but, know. But
0: um, either one, I would have been happy if they won because they've, it's been so long. But you know what was the coolest about all of them is such great sportsmanship and so oh, yeah. um, kind mm-hmm. to the other teams, yep. and, you know, and just really great people. Yeah. And I was really nice to see that. Since we've been going through all this political stuff, it's really nice to see people be nice to be yeah. each other. So um, I was really impressed with all of them. I know. I was
1: waiting. I was waiting afterwards. I kept waiting for the cameraman to to spot Bill Murray in the audience. He was part yeah. of the reason when he he got the uh, the the Mark Twain Award. So he kind of crashed a a White House press release the other day. So I knew what a big Cubs fan he was. But he must yeah. have been overjoyed. I, speaking of being nice, I think it was I think it was game. It was I guess it was game six. There was a lady. I forget where she was from, but she had showed up. Didn't have a ticket who was yes. hoping to, to buy – did you see that? And he he said – he introduced himself, took her into the game, and she sat with him.
0: I know. Wasn't it, he, they say he's like a really, really sweet man and, and that he's very different than a yes. lot of celebrities. Yeah. And um, last night it was cute because they had the car for the MVP down there, that beautiful um Oh, that was gorgeous. Camaro. Camara. I was yeah. like, wow, I'm going to go shopping. Um <laughs> Anyway, he um, he was down there trying to honk the horn. It was so cute. Oh, I, I I miss that. I miss that. It was really really cute, but it was really exciting. But I thought, wow, what great great sports! Yeah. you know, yeah, hip. we needed that. You know, yeah, that we was... needed to see the the players um, respectful, and I was just really I I was really impressed with them the whole mm-hmm. way through. I thought they were really great guys. Yep, so, um, yep, I agree. Cheers to both teams because, boy, the Indians gave them a run for their money, I tell you. They say. really put their, you know, they really worked hard and they should be just their winners as well. You yeah. know, they may have not have won that big award, but, hey, they did a great job last night and Indeed. through the whole thing. Yes, yes anyway. ma'am.
1: Wow. So. We've got we've got let's shall we say we've got a few opportunities for continued healing. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, let's we'll start approaching it that way. Yes. Like, look at all these advantages we have now to yes. further heal emotions and raise our consciousness. I think we Absolutely. have since the newsletter last week, we've got 15 if I'm correct, 15 sounds about newly right. sound frequencies and what two of those, I think just two of those are acquired. acquired. So we've yeah. got um we got a number of things to go over today. But again, let's just remind everybody that chances are really good. Nobody's got all of these. You may not have any of them, mm-hmm. but you know, you get a heads up just in case you might, you know, sure. notice something.
0: Absolutely. And we had some um participants wonder why we weren't talking about the previously cleared Frequencies or um, what, like we used to say in the past, they had cleared or not. So um, 1312 and 1313 were in the newsletter of last week, and those two still have not cleared in the participants that have them. So they're kind of hanging in there. They're almost gone. They'll probably be gone by today or tomorrow maybe, but um, they were still hanging in there. So um, there's our update, and I will make sure that I update next. Um, time what's going on too and because oh. we haven't been really putting that in the newsletter so um, anyway
1: well and along with that though it's a good reminder that that you'll be talking you'll be updating us on the status of those frequencies in the person in whom you found them because it's entirely possible that somebody else may have it, and they didn't even get to it yet. Uh, just as an example, I yeah, I had a, a recent life force check you did, and the and the lady was uh, showed the presence of something at the end of um, toward the end of September.
0: Mm-hmm. So that
1: that's just, a, and that's not saying that there wasn't anything after that that she may have had and cleared, but that happened to be showing in her. So it's mm-hmm. a, again impossible to say how long these things are going to take in anybody if you've got them, but but it's, it yeah. is good to know. Um, that it, it 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 can take definitely more than a couple of days.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it's it's not uncommon. So um, just um, keep a, keep your eyes open and think about you know what we've got here. They're just great ways, like you said, for healing. Mm-hmm. And we got to look at the emotional yeah. aspects of these too. And nobody's going to have all of these. So you know, and yeah. the possibility of you having them. Are probably I don't know what should we say.
1: <laughs> I I, I, I don't wouldn't even know. dare to dare to guess that. But the other thing is is that know. you know I I I hope most people. It's not like you're gonna if it takes you a week or more to clear a particular frequency. Uh, the hope is you know it's not like you've got to dread what you're gonna feel for a week. We don't want to imply no, that either. No, it's no, just no, you know no. and some of these you, some of these things we may not even you
0: know, be aware that we're clearing them. It's you just never absolutely. know. Absolutely. Yeah, it just depends on how sometimes how sensitive we are, yeah. and then sometimes how um, strong it is in us.
1: There
0: now, you go. You know, I might have the headaches from one of them, and you might not feel anything, and we may both be clearing the same thing. So it just mm-hmm. depends on the person and where your weakest area is. Yeah. So, well, we've got our first one, which is 1314. And um, this one we found on October 27th. It seems so long ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now we're in November. I'm like having a hard time with this. Anyway, our year our is just flying. Um, this particular um, frequency was found in a person who was um, having issues with um, motor movement, um, not feeling well, thinking that... Um, maybe they had some kind of an insect bite because Steve used to talk about that a lot. And this person is not um, a stranger to bug bites and mm-hmm. seems to react to them quite strongly. And um, so we found a rickettsial frequency in this person, um, and it was found in the pancreas, which um, regulates your sugar metabolism. So which brings me to when you have, if you were to have a rickettsial Frequency or get bit by uh, some type of a spider or whatever, sometimes it can wreak havoc on your sugar if you're prone to that. If you're a diabetic or you have hypoglycemia, anything having to do with the pancreas, it could make your sugar go haywire. So, in this particular person, it did. And I don't know if he's aware of that or if this made him aware of it. I'm not sure. But anyway, we found it in the orbs of the pancreas, the retina, which is the eyes immune system, stomach and digestive tract and it might be somewhere else in you if you have it, unresolved emotional frequency was aggravation. Next one we have is 1315 which was found on the 27th as well. Um, This particular person had um, a blood test and her liver markers were way up, I don't have her paperwork here in front of me of the numbers but it was off the charts and it was highly unusual because they're supposed to be like I don't know it's like 15 or something I'm not a blood person so I don't really know this gets too medical but anyway she wanted us to take a look and see if there was any reason why cuz she wasn't feeling bad and um so we did find um a frequency in her and we found it in the orbs of the kidneys, the bladder, the urinary tract, digestive tract, stomach, and liver. And it might be somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency was hostility.
1: You know, just interjecting in here that that all we can tell this person is, yep, Roberta found a a previously unknown imbalance um, that has the potential for negative impact. Uh, we're, we can't say, yeah, this is why this is showing on your blood test. But the hope is that that uh, she, when she has another test done, they'll be down, and, and then we can say perhaps this was contributing to it. But uh, and she may yeah. have cleared other things that contributed exactly. to it as well. Yeah. Yeah. We that's really that's got to be scary when you get the stuff like that back on a blood test.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Especially when you don't um, have any symptoms, I guess, or anything. So it's yeah. kinda kind of different. Mm -hmm. Um, Next one we found was 1316, and this was found on the 27th as well. This particular person was having skin issues and lumps. And we found um, frequencies in the skin, and it was only in the skin, nowhere else. And it could be somewhere else in you if you have it, but the unresolved emotional frequency was dissatisfaction. Next frequency was acquired, and the difference between acquired and hereditary, hereditary is something you're born with, acquired is more on the active side of it. We don't know how long it's been there, but it was not a um, hereditary frequency. Now, this particular participant had a series of mishaps, this poor lady. Um, she started off with a sinus infection and was on um, antibiotics for that, and then she fell and broke her hip. Mm. And when she was in the hospital, um, they found that she um, had uh, breast cancer. So she wanted to know if we found anything that she was um, something new to the database or anything like that. She was quite concerned and rightfully so. And we found an acquired frequency in her, and it was found in the orbs of the sinuses, the brain, the breast tissue, throat, bones, and digestive tract. And it could be somewhere else in you if you have it. Next one we have is 1322, and again, this was found on the 27th as well. This person was having problems with digestive issues and skin rashes. and. Um, we found a frequency in them that was in the orbs of the kidney, the urinary tract, the bladder, the heart, the colon, and skin. And it might be somewhere else in you if you have it. Just a reminder, whenever it's kidney-related in that energetic orb, a lot of times it will affect the skin as well. Unresolved emotional frequency is impatience. Next frequency, this was found on the 31st Halloween and this was 1323, and this particular person was having problems with their lungs, and it was actually a kitty, a little cat, and the cat was having sinus and respiratory issues, and as long as it stayed on antibiotics, it was fine, but evidently if it went off the antibiotics, everything returned, so the... the mom and dad decided that it was time to have them have a special recheck and see if there's something um, energetically that we could find and we did find something in them and sometimes that's kind of a clue. If um, it doesn't go away and it keeps coming back, it kind of gets better and that comes back, sometimes it's a hereditary frequency and that's what we have in this little guy. And it was found in the orbs of the kidney, the urinary tract, bladder, lungs, respiratory system and immune system. Or it could be somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency with moodiness. Now, most cats are moody. I was going to say.
1: <laughs> I wish was I was simple explaining it
0: <laughs> with I one know. frequency. Yep. Pretty hard to tell. you know. I was looking at my cats the other night going, hmm, I wonder if you're moody. <laughs> and my other half looked at me and he goes, when aren't they? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. that's true. So next one we have uh, 1324. And again, this was found on October 31st. And this is an acquired frequency. And this particular person had um, skin issues, been having a lot of um, um, skin lesions removed and um, been to the dermatologist more than he would like to be. And we found an acquired frequency in him and um, it was found in the orb of the skin and that's the only place it was found. And this is actually a friend of mine, and he was so thrilled that um, I found something in him so that he had some uh, reasons to, uh, to go there. He was going to tell his doctor about it because she was very open to alternative type things and see what she thought about energy, but I don't, haven't heard from him. Next, we've got 1325. And again, this was found on the 31st as well. And this particular person had a problem with skin as well, but itching, a lot of itching. And um, he said this has been going on for several years, on and off, this jock itch and other things. So he was quite concerned with this. And I found a frequency in him, which is, I'm going to tell you what it is, it's Sora. And Sora was the first... that Samuel Hahnemann, who was the father of homeopathy, found. That was his first discovery. And this particular person had that one, and it was found in the orbs of the skin and the immune system, and it could be somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency is indecision. And Judy and I (laughs) were both talking about this itchy stuff because we were both saying we had itchies, so we thought maybe we had that one, and I guess I should probably check us, Judy. Well, but,
1: not not no need to here, I was just going to say because I had um, I had a, a a period a year ago. Actually, it was in the right on the back of my neck and in the scalp. And oh, I remember I can't remember any particular components that Stephen used to talk about things itching like crazy. And I remember when I had that, I didn't know what it was, but it was. I had it for a few weeks, and I've had the same thing now for a couple of weeks. But there was, um, there was another frequency. It was the one that the lady that I mentioned earlier that um, when I sent her eleven-month life force check, she was clearing recently. She was clearing something out of the end of September. And as I'm just explaining the orbs to her because she travels, she's overseas and she travels, I typed to her I said, "Now that I'm now that I'm telling you the orbs <laughs> that this may be <laughs> impacting in you," I, I mentioned my scalp. Sure enough, she emailed me back. And she said, you know what, I was just thinking about changing shampoos <laughs> that that her scalp had been itching. But, but yeah, and it's so – and this one, like several of the ones that you, you mentioned, the skin, it's got a couple of components, and sore is just one of them. So it's like these things can gang up, and, man, they can layer, can't they?
0: They sure can. They well, sure
1: can. And they, do they vary – when you have a, a skin itch or problem, does it vary on location with you, or is it usually
0: – i don't usually have a lot of skin stuff,
1: you get the but, headaches,
0: <laughs> yeah, I get headaches and back aches, but yeah. um, this one, and I you know i you know it's like the would they what's that old thing my dad used to tell me when I was a little kid the shoemakers kids go without shoes or whatever um, I always forget to check myself <laughs> i'm always like I'm trying to get out all the information to everybody that I have in my inbox here so that I can get the information to them and get it on AIM that I forget to -hmm. check myself. But I have had like a little bit of a rash on my stomach. And so I thought, hmm, that's kind of interesting because I don't normally have that. And I thought I'd been swimming a lot before the weather shifted here. But I had been swimming a lot. So I thought, well, maybe it was from the chlorine in the pool or whatever. You know, you never know. I'm always, yeah. You know. Anyway, so I, I didn't really check myself. so I guess now it's gone. So huh. anyway, there you go. Well, you had a variety of was. other a variety of other frequencies from which to choose, right? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, next, I've got thirteen twenty-six, and this was the last one that I found on October thirty-first, and this was in a child. Um, the grandma wanted us to take a look and see um, they were she felt that um, they were having slow development issues and possibly with speech. And so she was quite concerned. What a great grandma. Yeah. Um, So we've got 1326, and I'm going to tell you about this one, too. Stephen used to always talk (laughs) about twee. It was one of his favorite ones because it used to come up so much. And this little person has TWI, or frequency similar to, I should say, mm-hmm. right. treponematosis and western equine encephalitis. And I thought I might have this one because I always get headaches, and I've been having headaches a little bit here and there. And it was found in the orbs of the brain and the spine, and it could be somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency was in patients. So we sure hope that this little person... Um, clears out and starts feeling better really soon, and I know Grandma listens to our calls a lot, and she's um, very close to us. So hopefully she'll be letting us know how that little person's doing. With, Roberta, let me
1: let, see. I'm testing my memory here because it's been a while. But you mentioned Sora as being the first miasm that, that Hahnemann found. He's the founder of homeopathy. Treponematosis isn't that like some like a like a syphilis type thing? And it wasn't that one of the other?
0: Main, um,
1: well, what he did, find,
0: he did find syphilis. That okay. was another one of his. Um, boy, you're testing me this morning, Judy.
1: Well, I'm I, not I, awake were, yet. <laughs> well, somebody else was asking me about Hahnemann and Sora, and so yeah. it was, a, a, yeah, you know, I looked it up and I'm like, ah, yeah, syphilis. That was another one. Yeah. There. I forget what the other one is. One.
0: Yes, very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. that was one. I'm looking it up a little bit and it is, um, sort of in that same uh, ballpark as syphilis. Yeah. Subgroups. And I guess a
1: a real simple non-medical way to describe it would be, you know, kind of like foundational um, things you don't want to have, or the foundational things that can cause a lot of problems. Is that a good description of a myosin?
0: That's a (laughs) a good one. That's a good one.
1: (laughs) Okay. So uh, next we've got, go ahead. I was going to say, on to non-miasms. <laughs> <laughs> non okay. Next we've
0: got 1331, and this was found on November 1st. And you remember when we were talking about the person with the liver um, counts high? Uh-huh. She um, sent me an email, sent us an email here, and asked us if we had hemochromatosis on the... Um, AIM program, and we do, and then she wanted to know um, if we did have it, if we could see if she pr- had that particular frequency, and she did. And I checked to see why, and this is some of the new testing program that Stephen and I were working on, and I've been trying to further our research in <clears throat> it to get to the bottom of things. So when I was testing to see why this was there or what was the cause of this, I found another frequency in her that was new to the database. So um, this one was really funny because we found a frequency that's similar to Colorado tick fever. And it's funny because she lives in Colorado, so I thought that was Whoa. kind of uh, interesting. And it was found in the orbs of the liver, digestive tract, stomach, and also in the eyes. And it could be somewhere else in you if you have not Unresolved emotional frequency was over-aggressiveness. And if you remember, Stephen used to talk about liver issues, and liver mm-hmm. in Chinese or Oriental medicine always is anger. Yeah, There's a lot of anger with liver. So um, over-aggressiveness, that kind of thing, isn't um, impatience, um, all those kind of feelings would be very um, indicative of that. Um, next, November 1st again, I found another frequency, and this was in a young child, who um, sleeps so soundly that the mom has a hard time waking him up. And he was having issues with bedwetting. And I guess that's kind of common with young children. And um, so this is 1332 that we found in this little guy. And we found twe a frequency similar to twe. So you can see that this is kind of interesting because even though we, you'd say, well, we already found that down below. You know, you talked about that in the other one, but they're all different frequency frequencies. So it's similar to that, but mm-hmm. it's not we. That. So that's mm-hmm. why um, <clears throat> when people were looking up the free the names and saying, hey, you know, that's not what we're seeing. We're seeing yeah. something that's similar to it. So the frequencies are different, mm-hmm. but it's most similar to that of anything in the database is what we're we're telling you. So this was found in the orbs of the brain, the bladder, urinary tract, and kidneys, and it could be somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency was anxiety. Next we um found we're this on, went to, on to th- yesterday, right? Finally. <laughs> yeah, this is yesterday. <laughs> we're we're getting there. Um yesterday We found um, frequency 1333 and this particular person um, they found frequencies that were similar to a scarring of the bone marrow and it's um, myelofibrosis. I'm probably sounding that out very badly. But anyway, they asked me about that frequency and wanted me to check and see. Um, if we found anything. And we did find frequency in this particular person, and it's found in the orbs of the spine, the bones, the heart, and the immune system, and it could be, again, somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency was jealousy. I haven't seen that in a while. Hmm. So sometimes you just never know what's going to come up there. Um, next, we've got um, a frequency... This particular person, they—he's on our scholarship part. Um, he's a scholarship participant, and the mom said that his—he's had a lot of angry outbursts, and it's controlled by antibiotics, which I thought was really interesting. And that's what she was saying because huh. <clears throat> he doesn't want to—he doesn't want to stay on the antibiotics, obviously. Right. that's not always a good thing. In case you really need them, you want to have that available to you but um, she wanted us to take a look and see if we found anything to help this guy out and we did find a frequency in him and it was found in the orbs of the brain the heart and the eyes or somewhere else in you if you have it unresolved emotional frequency was anger and that was really weird because you know when I'm testing I block everything out that I've seen and I'm just Mm -hmm. focusing on the person. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And when I reread his thing and his mom was saying he had outbursts of anger, I was like, wow, yeah, he must because his um, frequency was anger. Um, Next one we have, which we found on the second as well. And this person, I found two frequencies in them that were not in the database. And um, his challenges were he was complaining of general anxiety, dizziness, nausea, disrupted sleep, and sensitivity to heat. And so the first frequency that I found in him um, was found in the orbs of the stomach, digestive tract, spleen, throat, kidneys, bladder, urinary tract, and lymph system. And it might be somewhere else in you if you have it. Unresolved emotional frequency with hostility. And then I was checking him for another part of him because one was, I was looking at nausea and then, excuse me, I was going to look further to see if there was anything else in him and I did find another frequency and this was found in the orbs of the heart, the brain and the eustachian tube. And you know the eustachian tube is in your ear it's your inner ear, and a lot of times if that is has any, um, if it's clogged or you have sinus issues and that kind of thing, it'll disrupt your balance. Nice. So, And we always know that if there's something in the energetic orb of the heart, that disrupts your sleep pattern. So he kind of got it from both sides here with two frequencies. And the unresolved emotional frequency was guilt. And that brings us to current. Hmm. Wow, busy lady. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, well you know, I noticed
1: too, a lot of these uh a lot of these frequencies had some impact in the energetic orb of the brain, at least in the person you found them. And we've talked about this over the years, uh, in particular with, with various types of encephalitis type um frequency components. And Stephen always said, "Hey, everybody's everybody's got imbalances in the energetic orb of the brain." It's like it's like everybody, he said some some just have more than others. Mm-hmm. Um and look at I, I haven't looked recently, but I don't think, you know, the incidence of dementia or Alzheimer is, is going down at
0: all. Right. Yeah. So, for sure. just,
1: you know, the, all, there's so many unknowns. It's yet another great reason like we need another one, but another to stay on this program. To, um, to hopefully if there's anything still hanging out there, even if, you know, you're doing fine, it's nice to, to get rid of these things.
0: Absolutely. And it just makes you feel, you know, better. It raises your life force, which helps you, you know, strengthens you and helps you in everyday life with mm-hmm. stresses and whatever else is going on in your life. And a lot of people, you know, like I have friends that I'll talk, they'll ask me again, What I do for a (laughs) living. Yes,
1: not hard hard to give them a 30 second summary, or
0: not Uh, easy to give them a
1: summary for sure. Yeah, and
0: I've talked, so I'm blue in the face, you know, telling (laughs) them about this, and I can see them look at me going, okay. And (laughs) they go, always they say, well, I'm not sick. And I'm like, you don't have to be sick to go on the program. I would say probably half the people, or probably more than that, that come on our program, it's not because they're sick they want to better themselves, and they want to um, make that investment in themselves to raise their level of consciousness and raise their level of life force. And, you know, when we raise our level of consciousness, then we start making better choices, and we're way more conscious of what's going on around us. And, you know, it opens those pathways that um, maybe we didn't see before. and Maybe those pathways are, you know, a a new work situation or, you know, whatever, new Mm -hmm. roads that you haven't thought of before and all of a sudden new um, things come into play for you. And so it's kind of new opportunities that you can take uh, or not, but they're coming to you. And so that's always a good thing. You right. Know, we always wanna keep work we're work, we're works in progress, you know, so we're always trying to, to keep working on ourselves and find things. And that's what I do for a living here is trying to find new things to put on the program that will help us all. Like yesterday I had the girls investigating any new flus or viruses, you because know, every year they say that we have some new um crazy flu that's out there and they're immunizing people against these different flus. So I said, you know, let's try and stay ahead of the game. So see if you see anything um, that looks different and print it out. And if they have slides, print those because then I can test the slide because I can't find it if I don't have something to test. So I had them working on that yesterday, and then I'm going to go into the database and make sure those are in there, because we want to be as current as we can mm-hmm. and have as much in there as we can. So, okay. you know, there you go. That's my speech well, for today. Okay.
1: Well, and it's it's, it's uh, a great segue. I wanted to remind everybody, since we don't have any monthly call uh, this month or in December, gives us an opportunity um, if they can squeeze it into the schedule, to go listen to the recording of the October call that uh, Roberta and I did a couple of weeks ago. Because that I, I think it was helpful to a lot of people. It was uh, centered around misconceptions and realities of healing with the AIM program. But we, we chatted a bit about how we, all of us have, have potentials for negative manifestation. That's what an imbalance is. Whether we've got any physical problems or not, we may feel healthy as a horse, and have a life force of .00004, which just mm-hmm. indicates that there's a lot of potential there as far as imbalances. So I did want to mention that. And then um, I read this on that call. It was a quote from Stephen. And I we all, we all get notes about people missing Stephen and, and hearing his voice. Well, you know, we've got lots of his calls on our websites too. But this was a quote I read because it kind of tied into what we were talking about with healing and how Roberta just said a work in process. This was a quote from Stephen. Back on the January 16th, 2014, Everything is Energy show, if you go back to the newsletter, it was, uh, we put it in the show topics because we thought it was so good. But here's what he said. He said, even if, if you're showing to be hereditary imbalance free which we pretty much aren't yet, a participant will still have unresolved hereditary emotional imbalances and usually something that is dominant. Unlike healing hereditary imbalances, it isn't a matter of survival. It could well be a choice you have to make, one that may be part of choosing to recognize your connection to everyone and everything. That also kind of ties into the way we opened this, about talking about how great the, all the ball players were to each other. Yeah.
0: You
1: now, win or lose. So I just thought it was a good opportunity to mention the call, and then also, uh, along with that, we kind of ran out of time that night, but so we didn't talk a whole lot about special rechecks, but on our last Everything is Energy show, Roberta kind of walked us through some of the mechanics, if you will, of um, what she does when she's doing these special rechecks. It's kind of hinted at in the book, Sanctuary, but <laughs> that, was, that was all written before the AIM program, and things have advanced, but I think both those calls can be very helpful to people if you missed them. So there's there's my, uh, my two cents on that, and as always, our AIM Q&A and glossary on all of our websites they can be very helpful to you along with your facilitator if you got questions
0: absolutely yeah that was a, a really um fun call to do and i think it'll be it's it's really nice to know because a lot of um a lot of like my friends I'll go back with my friends here and um, use them as the example they love watching the trade tour because it puts it in perspective for them, mm-hmm. and it kind mm-hmm. of lets them understand what the AIM program is. But um, when I talk about rechecks, and if I just said I'm doing rechecks, you'd all go, "What is she talking about? Mm-hmm. What does she? What does that mean? Does she stick my paper in a, you know, machine and it spits out what's wrong with me or what? <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. Not. I wish it did. It would make it a lot easier. My thumb would be glad. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> but no. It's it's it talks about how I actually go through the mechanics of what it takes to do a special recheck or a regular recheck, whatever it is. So it kind of then puts it um, where you can kind of see what it is that's going on, the mechanics behind it, like you said. Mm-hmm. It, it really puts it in a perspective so that you understand what the program and the benefits of the program, because it's a pretty amazing thing that, we've come up with here and
1: it is uh, and then but it's uh, also good reminders that it's still all about the individual because you can only uh, you can only dig up or try to dig up what what's in the person's consciousness we're still in charge of what we're healing when we're healing it and basically everything in our lives this just gives us every uh, possible advantage to um, get through it
0: with a high degree of uh, well-being so, and you're still in charge in what you're going yep. to show me when I do the special recheck a lot of times there you go you don't want to show me what is in there and i have <laughs> to really dig and then sometimes you know i i get stuff and then sometimes it might not be everything of course that's
1: that's a great reminder and and i know that's one of my favorite pages in the book this and, and this was also before the aim program but um that you were trying to explain layering even back then it 's page one forty one that 's how that 's how much I love that page, <laughs> and I refer to it, but you were talking about layering and Max basically said you know maybe sometimes I can find something i couldn 't find before in the way of a frequency, and it's either it 's because my testing methods have evolved or mm-hmm. something shifted in you so there you go you, you that 's exactly what you just said, and it 's a really, really, really um, good reminder and so we should um, maybe think about striving. It could be as open in all areas of our lives as possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's we could, where the AIM program comes in because you know, the more conscious we are, the more open we are. Mm-hmm. And so then um, we can um, reveal what's going on with us and we can get it on the program and we can um, all benefit from it. Because every time we find a new frequency, it's not just in that one person. It could be in whoever. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's why we always say it might be somewhere different in you, but in the person that I'm checking and that I found the frequency and it happens to be in those energetic orbs, but Hey, in you it could be somewhere totally different. (laughs) Boy, do we know that? (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. Well, wow. Thanks for, thanks for the great updates.
0: Appreciate it. It's always good to be
1: with you. And we'll, we'll be back with this audience in, in, uh, Two weeks, which will be November 17th. So we will chat with everybody before Thanksgiving.
0: Absolutely. Well, everybody, have a great day and congratulations to all you Chicagoans. <laughs> all
1: righty. Thanks, Roberta.
0: Talk to you soon. Bye bye. All right.
1: Thanks, everybody. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Enjoy the rest of your day and have a wonderful fall weekend. Bye bye now.